0: Now for today's Quick Shot of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Hello and welcome to this Quick Shot Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. I'm one of your hosts, Madman Bob, and joining me for this episode is Madman Maury. Good morning, Bob.
1: The basement is looking lovely. Isn't it? It's nice and damp this time of year. Good old gal, Denise. Good morning, everyone. Not only does it look lovely, but it smells delicious. Are you next door to an Italian restaurant, Bob?
0: Yeah, you wish. (laughs) And good old boy, Justin. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Today, we're going to be discussing products from the Brookladdy Distillery, and here's what we're going to be tasting and discussing on this episode. We have the Brookladdy, the Classic Laddie. We have Brookladdy Iowa Barley, and we have Port Charlotte, Scottish Barley, heavily Peated.
2: This episode of Sips, Suds, and Smokes is sponsored by BetDSI, online sportsbook and home of the $1 million NCAA Bracket Challenge. Get $25 and tons of other stuff just by using our promo code SSSMadness.
0: So why don't we have uh, Maury give us a little bit of information about the Brooklady Distillery.
3: Tell us a little bit about our first whiskey. Thank you, Bob. The Brooklady Distillery was built on the shore of Loch Indal on the island of Isla. Loch Indal. Come on, man. Excuse me. (laughs) Loch (laughs) Indal. On the island of Isla in 1881, the Brooklady... Don't be a hater. The Brook was heritage. built and run by the Harvey family, a Scottish family with a long history in the Scotch business, until William Harvey's death in 1936. It subsequently changed hands several times and continued in operation until 1994 when it was mothballed. In 2000, the distillery was purchased by private investors who hired Jim McEwen, who had previously worked at the Beaumont Distillery, to be their master distiller. The distillery was dismantled and rebuilt during the first half of 2001, retaining the original Victorian-era equipment originally installed by the Harvey family. Unlike modern distilleries, Bruccolati is gravity-fed and has no computer controls, relying instead on the old-world art and skill of their distillers. Kind of like
0: Maury's house. He still has a VCR flashing 12. (laughs) That's correct. In
3: 2012, the distillery was sold to Remy Quantro, who continues to own it today. Today's samples were graciously provided by Scott Walters from Wormy Cointreau, and we appreciate that very much, Scott. So thank you. Why don't you tell us about our first product? Thank you. I tried the classic... I want you to feel like you can tell me anything, okay? Okay. So I tried the classic Lottie. This expression was made with 100% unpeated Scotch barley and was matured in American oak casks, bottled at 50% ABV, there's no age statement, But it is non-chill filters. Filtered. Excuse me. So this whiskey is very nice. The color is very light, pale gold. On the nose, there's a little bit of apple. I get some honeydew, vanilla, a little bit of salt, and perhaps a little hint of citrus. On the palate, there's some tropical fruit, vanilla, demerara sugar, one of my favorites, a little salty caramel, and some sweet malt and cereal. It has a medium finish. It's nice on the palate, it's mouth-coating, uh, a very nice, well-made whiskey, and uh, as a, I think it's a beautiful way to start off the morning here in the basement. It's well-made, and uh, a nice entry-level scotch. I like it. He likes scotch. Who would have ever known? Can't what'd, imagine. What would you think, Denise?
1: I actually liked it. As uh, Maury was describing it, I really would describe all of those things. I love demerara sugar, so, and the salty caramel, but who could pass up the Tiffany blue bottle that it came in? not this girl
0: well it's nice because it's uh it gives you uh, an idea of what an isla is without the peat which you know most islas are peaty if not heavily peaty so you can actually see what is underneath with you know and that back yeah
3: because i could hardly name another isla that's not peated Uh, let me think
0: (laughs) honestly i can't i can't think of one they're pretty much all peaty um but uh yeah, I mean this one was this one was lovely. I, you definitely pick up uh, almost this uh, salty caramel, uh, some sweet malt um, on the nose. It's almost like it's almost like warm toast. It's it's not quite smoky. It's just it's that that beautiful sort of brown smell to it. It's uh, yeah, it's lovely. I, I I think it's really good. What
4: do you think, Justin? I think it's a really pleasant lottie. There's good heat on the nose. Honey and spice on the front end, and the finish is short, but you could definitely... That's what she said. You could definitely drink this one all night.
0: All right, well, I'd say that uh, this one's pretty much a winner, and uh, let's see. I think our sips rating on this one's going to be a three.
4: Interesting.
0: So, our next product is going to be introduced to us by Justin, so why don't you tell us a little bit about
4: him? So, the next product we're going to discuss is the Brookladi Islay Barley. Iowa, you Isla barley animal. This expression can't is take him dist- anywhere. I swear. <laughs> this expression is distilled from he barley. Knows
0: Latin, but he doesn't know Scottish. Yeah.
4: That was exclusively <laughs> grown on family farms on the island of Isla. Got our, it that time. Our particular sample is a no-age statement expression, but they've released several age-stated expressions as well. And this whiskey is non-chill filtered. And bottled it at 50% alcohol by volume. And I love non-chill filtering. I found this one to have a sweet nose, less heat than the classic Lottie. And the finish, it comes and goes. Um, it comes and it disappears, which is very odd for a finish. It comes back like the Terminator. I really like it. And, um, Maury, what did you think? Well, I agree with most of what you said. It's... <clears throat> Drink it in,
3: it always goes down smooth. It's got a nice, uh, very light, pale gold color. Um, Again, I get uh, a little bit of white pepper on the nose, a little bit of orange feel. But the thing that really um, did it for me on this is this rich, buttery, creamy uh, mouthfeel on the palate. It just sort of is luscious and coats the palate. And uh, I thought it was a real step up from the first one. And although I love the classic Lottie, I thought this one uh, was a real step up with that sort of oily mouth coating palette. had a slightly longer finish. Uh, Very well done.
4: What did uh, adding water do to it for you? I didn't add water.
2: You obviously have a wonderful economy with words. I look forward to your next syllable with great eagerness.
1: I added water. It brought out a lot more of the oak. That's interesting. I really thought it was a little on the sweet side for me. And I liked it. So... Um, I like that that it was rich and buttery and creamy, Um, definitely slightly oily, but a little on the sweet side, and I like that.
3: Did you add water? I did. And?
1: Changed it a little bit, but not too much.
3: Okay, good. Bob, what would you
0: think? You can definitely tell the difference between just the regular Scottish barley and the Iowa barley. Um, It definitely has more character to it. I enjoyed it uh immensely i mean it was it was a very well put together scotch on the nose um i'm definitely picking up almost a, a lemon meringue and white pepper uh you have a vivid a, imagination just a little bit of citrus and uh some vanilla notes on it but it's uh you know again i'm i'm picking up that that salty character I mean, you would think this is like a B'more, like, you know, it's literally like sitting on, you know, on the edge of the ocean and waves are slapping up against it. But uh, it's got a great nose. Hold on. Let me have a drink. Hmm. The thing about this one is it's just it's so buttery and creamy. It's just it's just mouth coating. It's slightly, I'd say slightly oily, just a little bit viscous. Not a a Campbelltown malt by any stretch of the imagination, but it's got some viscosity to it. Very, very creamy. Um, You definitely pick up the Demerara sugar. Um, You know, it's sweet, but not cloyingly sweet. You just
1: described a creme brulee and that's just well, that's, wonderful. that's uh, in my
0: note. I've got creme brulee written right here. The smoke on it is is light. It's not a heavy smoke. It's not a it's not a peaty smoke. No, it's very little smoke. Yeah, it's just, just just a hint. Just a slight hint and I'm sure that's just coming off of the water that they're using because um, it's not a it's not a peated barley but um you know, all in all really a a, a lovely dram. Um, yeah, you know, I, I This one I really, really enjoyed. Like I said, the creaminess of the thing is what sticks with me, and that tends to
3: stay on the palate, so you've got a nice finish on it. I agree. The finish was definitely a little wrong. Like I said, I thought it was a step up from the Classic Lottie, which was a beautiful entry-level scotch, and this one just takes it to another level. Yeah. Well, I'd say our Sips rating for this one
0: is a Uh, uh, 4. And we'll be back.
2: That time of year again, March Madness takes over, and with it, NCAA bracketology is game on. The Bet DSI Million Dollar Bracket Challenge is right around the corner, and you can win big this NCAA basketball season. Compete head to head in the Bet DSI Bracket Challenge for your chance to take home guaranteed prizes and a chance to win one million dollars. A Middle Tennessee, a 15 seed has won it, and they are. That DSI is a top-rated online sportsbook with over 20 years of experience. Great customer service is available anytime. It's an easy-to-use interface, and they have fast payment on winnings. There are live in-game wagering options now and throughout the NCAA March Madness tournament. Basket does not count as Cincinnati has its heart ripped out. Do you have a problem with with that? And then no going com- to no comment on officiating. Coach, it was a hard get a free bracket entry and a $25 NCAA tournament bet just for registering. Plus, you'll get 200% member bonus and more bracket-conscious entries on your first deposit by using our promo code SSSMadness. Don't sit on the sidelines this March Madness. Use promo code SSSMadness and start winning today. College basketball unites the whole country.
1: Don't
0: mess it up. It's too damn good. It's too damn good. Hey, this is Made Man Bob, and we are back with Sip, says and Smokes, and we are reviewing some lovely whiskeys from the Brickladdy Distillery. Um, so we are up to our last product for this episode, and the last product we're going to be tasting is... It's Bricklottie, but it's not Um It's Port Charlotte. And the Port Charlotte Distillery was originally known as the Lackendall Distillery. It was built in 1829 and operated until it closed in 1929. And despite having been closed for quite some time, many of the original buildings remain at the distillery. The brand was revived by Bricklottie. Uh, using whiskey distilled at Brooklady, and then they age it at the facilities over at Port Charlotte. So it's sort of a distillery within a distillery. Um, so you can have Brooklady, and you can have Port Charlotte, and they're Different, uh, which is kind of mind-blowing when you think it's coming out of the same still and just literally moving it to different locations. It you know, picks up that different terroir.
3: And I'm sorry, Bob, can you um, tell us the name of this product again, the official title?
0: Well, haven't gotten that far. This one is the Port Charlotte Scottish Barley Heavily Peated. Um, Thank you. I don't know if I'd call it Heavily Peated because, I mean, you know...
3: Heavy is a relative term.
0: Yeah, I mean, good word. I mean, we've had some that's like drinking mud. Uh, <laughs>
3: I mean, you're heavy, but there are people here that are heavier. Yeah, look in the mirror, sport. Oh. All right. Yeah, okay.
0: We're going to go there? Yeah, that's where we're going to Get go. with the okay. program, maggot! So, well,
2: thank you very much.
3: Oh, you're welcome very much. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Yeah, okay.
0: So, let's see. What are my thoughts on this one? Um as I told everybody here, I love Port Charlotte. Um, it's one of my favorite drams from that Island. Um, a real treat is to try this stuff at cast strength, which I've had the good fortune to do on, on quite a few occasions. Uh, I've had several bottlings of this by the Scotch malt whiskey society. And, uh, this one, uh, when it's young at cast strength is absolutely stunning. So this, this is one I always enjoy. Um, On the nose, you know, you're. Again, I wouldn't call it heavily peated. Uh, Good old boy Brent is not with us today. Thank God, because he'd probably keel over dead from drinking all of this, because, you know him, he's Mr. Bourbon. Um, I wouldn't call it heavily peated, but it's definitely peated. On the nose, you're definitely picking up the peat, but it's not a. It's not a Lagavulin. It's not an ard bag. It's not that medicinally iodine used band aid kind of peat. It's more of a sort of a coal fire kind of peat. Um, on the nose, I'm definitely, I pick up grapefruit. I definitely pick up almonds on this. There's that, that sort of the creaminess for the almond on the nose. Um, I pick up some black licorice. Uh, you pick up a little bit of spice. Um, water didn't really change the nose for me on this one it it pretty much stayed about the same maybe muted it a little bit on the palate you know you're definitely getting the peat it's not what i would call crazy this is no octimore but it's uh you know it's definitely there and again it's not a medic- it's not a medicinal peat um, on the palate it's more of a sort of a salty kind of peat um, you get some white pepper i get some cinnamon hold on let me have a drink some licorice some toffee underneath um, and the cloves really come out with the water on this one um, I didn't pick up really much there's a little bit of spice but once I added water the clove really really came through like a baking like a baking spice um, it's got a nice finish on it it's not you know it's not uh not short at all it's it's not a really you know it's not a long finish but i mean it's it's a it's a peated isla it's going to stay with you for an hour whether you like it or not which is always why you want to have it at last at the, at the end of the evening um a lovely dram i liked it so uh you know what do you what do you think denise
1: oh glad that you asked um well it does say that it's heavily peated but it's definitely not too heavily peated um Again, I do like some peat. I think it would be great for somebody who thinks they don't like a heavily peated scotch. Do you like um, peat? I do like peat.
0: Oh. You Does your husband know? Oh, that's the pool man, isn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: he is. Thanks, Bob, for sharing that the with everybody The pool man over <laughs> here, is, is, his
0: name's Armando. My wife my wife loves him. I don't know. He comes twice a month, and she's really happy for a couple of days. But uh, Bob, hmm?
1: do you have a pool?
0: No, but I figure it's worth hundred bucks a month just to keep her happy. So.
1: Anyway, wait, wait
0: a minute. I don't have a pool. No. <laughs> ah, never mind.
1: Anyway, um, I can start at the top. The color was um, lighter than the other two, and that's okay. Um, I definitely. Yeah, they don't add
0: they don't add color to any of theirs, which definitely. which I I'm happy about.
1: Got medicinal on the nose. I know that you mentioned that you really didn't get that. Um, I definitely got uh, coal fire as well. Um, On the palate, clove. uh, I love juniper, the eucalyptus. I got both of those. I did not get any licorice. um, And definitely a little lemon peel at the end. Um, Other than that, uh, I thought the finish was... Short. It wasn't even medium for me. I thought it was just a little on the short side. I really enjoyed it. Um, Something that I could drink on a regular basis. But it's not something that I would go to for a really heavily peated scotch. But I liked it just the same.
3: Break out the road, tar for her.
1: How about you, Maury?
3: Well... Um, I, I liked it. I thought it was very nice. I, what I think it benefited from that nobody's mentioned is air. I found it really evolved quite a bit in the glass. Mm-hmm. And with air, it really balanced out. When I first tried it right out of the bottle, it was very one note. It was very um, just dominated by Pete. Um But then with a little bit of air, it really opened up quite a bit with a lot of complexity and layers. I did add a little bit of water. I didn't think any of the first two expressions benefited from water. But I thought that this one benefited from the water, and again, it will really allow things to kind of yeah. Water uh, definitely changes it. Show up, um, but I thought uh, as an intro for a peated whiskey, it's a, it's a really nice. If you're looking for heavy peat, it's, if you're a peat, you know, peat hound, uh, this is not the whiskey. But I think for those of us that are not big peat freaks, um, this is a really nice way to uh, enjoy a little bit of peated whiskey. And again, um, with the air and a little bit of water, I found it to be really pleasant, very really nice. I would agree. I would split the difference between you two. I would say it's more more of a medium finish for me. Um, uh, all in all, very nice whiskey. Yeah, what do you think, Jason?
4: I think that there was a good peat on the nose before the water, and it was a one-note nose. And then when I added water, it brought out some sweeter chemicals like pear. I got like pear, and then lemon peel. And for me, it's interesting. You guys got different lengths on the finishes. The finish was was long for me. And I mentioned, Bob was mentioning they would stay with you for about an hour. I still feel the finish on this expression, and I haven't had any for five or ten minutes.
0: The whiskey fades out quicker, but Pete always, Pete Pete stays stays with you forever.
4: (laughs) And All three of these expressions are non-chill filtered, and a lot of non-chill filtered expressions have sediment or cloudiness, and I can't see through the blue one, but in the glass there was no sediment, and they're all really clear, so there must be filtering it somehow, but just not chill
3: filtering it. But it leaves a lot of the oiliness and viscosity, but non-chill filtering it. You you work so
0: hard to put that in, you don't want to take it out, that's for sure. Well, this one got uh, some widely ranging reviews, so I'm going to play King Solomon and split the baby in half, and we'll we'll call it a three. So, well, that's all the time we have for today. This has been a quick shot episode discussing these products from Brookletty Distillery. We hope you enjoyed this episode. I remind you you can catch more of our episodes online, including our regular weekly show that comes out every Friday. Thanks for listening to Sip, Suds, and Smokes. This is Maid Van Bob reminding you that life is too short to drink bad whiskey. This has been a one-tan hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.